The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. everybody and welcome to another session in the kick pod dojo i am your host slash sensei tj williams and for those who are just joining me in this podcast um check out my previous episodes on bicpradio.com apple Podcasts, and spotify okay so today's episode i am going to be exploring a movie series uh should i say um in the 90s um for a movie a movie well, let me say this again huh so i'm exploring um a movie series of the 90s going back to, going from 1992 to 1998 um the movie saga is um the three ninjas of course people really remember this the three ninjas involving three brothers who would um stay with their grandpa every su- every summer to learn ninjutsu and yet in the, during their training they would they get ninja names of course you of course you got people name the name that you're born with but yet you're given ninja names based on your attributes of course you have Samuel the oldest brother named Rocky because of his hard um Let's say is um he's basically the, the the heavy man, the hard man of the um of the brothers. And then you have Jeffrey, who's named Colt. He's cause he's fast. Of course, fast like a, a horse. And then you got Michael, the youngest of the um, brothers, who um who's named Tum Tum because the energy because he of course he eats is that his energy to eat, his ability to eat. So his energy comes from his, t- his stomach. So pretty much that's how energy comes from anyway. It comes from your diaphragm. <clears throat> All right, so anyway, you got these three brothers learning ninjutsu, and they go on these um, various adventures. There's four movies they've done. They go through various adventures and learn different skills that helps them out in the end when they faced um, a challenge of course um, the only difference with this um, you got um, of course you the third movie which is Knuckle Up is um, it was originally supposed to be the sequel of the first movie because it revolves the original actors of the first movie and they look younger but yet the second one Knuckle or Kickback Three Ninjas kick back. Um, they look a lot older, and yet um, you got Rocky and um, Tum Tum that's has different actors. And um, the only another difference about the third movie, the Knuckle Up, is um, of course the characters in the movie, the actors in the movie don't match the characters on the like DVD cover. I mean, you got three different people that are playing um, the three ninjas, and of course I don't know what's happening there. Alright, so that's pretty much the difference with those movies. And, um, of course, the similarities 
of course, the common thing about um, all three, all the three ninja movies, is um you got one, the same actor, plays the grandfather, grandpa, the late Victor Wong, who passed away the day after 9/11, so of a heart attack, and yet um, he's um yeah Victor Wong he's a good actor and very known for his roles in um Big Trouble in Little China. Um, the Golden Child and Tremors, right? So basically, he plays the grandfather. And of course, I mean, he has a stunt double, who does his um, who does his stunts and does his moves. And of course, the second common thing they got is they always encounter dim-witted um bad guys or errand boys, and yet they always outsmart them. Okay, so usually, if you're a successful business person, you um. Yeah, you you don't want to get your hands dirty, so you just um get um either outside guys like dim-witted people to do your dirty work because you think it's a task that's real small and you can handle it. Okay, and then of course the lastly common thing is some um, female companions. Of course, in the first movie, you have Emily's um somewhat some um, Rocky's love interest, and you have Mio. Who was in the second movie, Kickback, who joined um, the Three Ninjas in their journey. And then, of course, you got Joe, who was a Native American um, girl in the Knuckle Up. And then, lastly, you got Amanda, the computer tech in their fourth movie, um, High New Omega Mountain. Alright, so just a reminder for those, uh, the whole purpose of this podcast is um, really analyzing and discussing uh, what I see, what I observe in the movies. So it's not just anything like that's um, not important or should I say not relevant. So I'm pretty much trying to talk about what, what I see that I feel like that's relevant in martial arts training. All right. So that's what people either don't see or they either see it. But I kind of describe it in my own words. Okay. So going into the first movie. Alright, so you got the three brothers spending their summer with their grandfather. And yet they're doing all different um, different things for ninjutsu. I mean, people would think if you're training in ninjutsu, you're trained to be an assassin. But in this case, I mean, you're trained to be, like, mysterious. And yet, um, of course, in the beginning of the movie, you have them training in, like, Katas training different moves, trained with weapons. All right, trying to look good in a ninja outfit, and of course, the one scene where grand where the grandpa are. Yeah, speaking of that's another difference with um the movie. The grandpa's last name changes, so in the first movie his name was Mori Tanaka, and then of course in the second movie the kickback he's named Mori Shintaro. All right, so anyway into the the beginning of the movie, you have um, Rock, Rocky, Coat, Tum Tum all in ninja outfits, and of course you got Tum Tum falling in front of um, Grandpa's car as he's arrived and he disappears. And yet here comes Rocky and Tum Tum attacking and having fun. In this case, um, you got Tum Tum that appears in the car out of nowhere, that really showing off their skills, and then of course. Um, I guess the grandfather gets the best out of him, and they uh, he does like a little 
gas bomb, like you use they use those shell bombs to disappear, and he ends up up top of the tree, and he gives him a lesson: um, never fight unless you know you can win. All right, that's pretty much a life lesson. And also, um, also a good ninja shouldn't be overconfident. And of course, the whole the whole story about the um, first movie surrounds the grandpa, the grandfather, um, Mori Tanaka or Shintaro, because um, it involves his um, former protege, pro prodigy, um, Snyder, who gone sour and become a criminal, and yet um, his um, family is somewhat involved because um, the their the brother's father is an FBI agent, and he's trying to track down. Um, Snyder and has a tough time doing that and of course Snyder's plan in order to keep <clears throat> um, the father off his back he plans on kidnapping the boys and of course yet he says he needs outside guys and that's where um, the dim-witted um, dim-witted bad guys come in you have um, Snyder's assistant coming up with a plan to um get his nephew involved doing outside stuff what whatever and of course his nephew is a dim-witted criminal who has a gun so he has him and his two friends try to come up and kidnap him kidnap the children which is which was end up being unsuccessful so of course like i said they're dim-witted so basically the first movie is like um hashtag or tagline is um Ninja Turtles meets Home Alone. Of course, they have all these traps set for them, and um, they um, outwit the um, criminals. So basically, what's funny about them, the last, um, the last, um, pretty much the last um, hit, the last phase they do, or the last um, trap they did with the bad guys is, um, of course, um, it was, was non-violent. It's um, they um, dipped to lack of laxative. And um, the Coke, and of course, two of them just drank it. And of course, um, yep. Usually, if you drink a lot of laxative, um, it's gonna get to your stomach, and that they get eliminated. And of course, that leaves the um, Brown's nephew that um, is left alone with the boys. And then yet he gets cracked with um, cracked by Tum Tum news on t top of the bore. And yet, in that case, um, they were took. Rocky's love interest Emily for hostages and then Tum Tum and her just knocked him out. <clears throat> that was fun. <clears throat> and I'm uh, speaking uh, definitely before the um the last scene before the last scene um they was um they were training with a a dummy that were if you hit him in a certain spot <clears throat> the eyes light up and so basically. The whole point is you want to be on point of, of there's all the vulnerable spots. Alright, so you want to at least hit that vulnerable spot exactly for the eyes to light up. So definitely, of course, you have um, Rock, or Rocky doing a demonstration. He does a sidekick to um, the dummy and the eyes light up. <clears throat> and the um, grandpa points to a different spot. Rocky kicks it. And the lights don't go on, so pretty much there's a inch from death and really taking it. So if you really get somebody in the vulnerable spot, then 
you know, they're not going to take it. They're going to go down. All right, so this really helped them in the end when they faced um, um, Snyder's muscle guy, uh, uh, which his real name is Tanaka. Um, also passed away too. And um, yeah, you see him in also in other movies. One in particular I can think of is Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, where he, um, he was the servant of Francis. And then he's like, that was, that was a funny movie. Uh, <laughs> and he's speaking English like, <clears throat> he's busy. Busy doing what? He's taking his back. <laughs> anyway, they have their um, little match. Um, they try to go after him um, head on, but unsuccessful. But yet, their grandpa appeared. And remind them to of the dummy, light them, light up the, light them up, and of course that's what they did. The tum tum, of course, strike the fatal blow right to the neck, <clears throat> and of course they were successful with dum with tum tum doing a battery ram move to some ab, and then he goes down. Yeah, yep, and of course um, the final scene you have Grandpa versus Snyder. And of course, um, you know, you know, every bad guy's not gonna play fair. You no, know, you got Grandpa getting the upper hand, and of course, ninjas are known to be mysterious, and they, you get a power. They shoot powder in his face to blind him, and yet he lost, or he gets knocked down. But um, Grandpa had a mysterious um, trick of his sleep too. Tum Tum, if you know, his Tum Tum gives him a. Give him a handful of jelly beans, and yet Snyder was caught off surprise, and he um he stuffed the beans in his mouth, and Snyder choked, <clears throat> and then Grandpa got the upper hand and won, but didn't strike the final blow. And in that case, in the end, you have um the FBI arriving and shoot Snyder, and they all go to jail. And the interesting about the first movie um it has a uh, extended version that I didn't know about until like probably a few a couple years ago where um they got extra scenes so the scene where um they're playing basketball because um bullies took away Emily's um bike they were trying to play a game to get the bike back but they were unsuccessful well in the actual version of the theatrical version they actually won the game and Emily gets their, her bike back, but in the extended version, they actually lose, and of course, uh, the gang always get the they get the bikes. Well, the whole thing happened because um, Rocky gave them nine points ahead, and then of course, um, <clears throat> one of the one of the players, the bullies, got the final point, and then that's where they lost their bike. And of course, in the end, <clears throat> after um, Snyder was um, after Snyder was defeated, um, there's a, a end scene where, of course, Tom Tom still got his bike, and then of course, um, they and they was walking down. Of course, the uh, bullies confront them again, and yet the leader of the bullies, were um, was trying to confront Rocky. He said he doesn't want any trouble. And then of course, um, he uses ninja moves and takes the bully down, and yet they scatter. And they get their bikes back. Alright, so that's the first movie. And the lesson of that is... Alright, so basically the life lesson would be... Um, 
Light up the eyes, vital points. Don't fight unless you're sure you can win. Alright, so that's the life lesson of that. So that's what the thing of martial arts, you know. Don't fight unless you know you can win. Alright, so don't go into a confrontation unless you know you can take that person down. I mean, you can't take everybody down. Alright, and always go for vital points just to make the fight quick. Alright, going to the second movie. Alright, also surround the grandfather. Three Ninja Kickback. Alright, so basically for this one, you have the grandfather telling them a story about a dagger that he received 50 years ago in a tournament. And um, of course, his rival, well definitely the story behind a dagger is um, a dagger and a sword are a key to a secret cave of gold. And yet, grandfather won the the dagger 50 years ago and as the rival was trying to take it who was um koga the grandfather accidentally slashed him in the face and um that's where he got the scar and of course um the as as it goes into the um in the present day you have uh, like a robbery at the, a museum which is um the a ninja steals a sword and you see him escaping, and of course he goes, um, he goes um, off the roof of the of the museum in a glider. Yeah, he has, and he retains the the sword that is actually the key to the cave of gold. But he needs to um, get the the dagger to be able to open it. So in that case, um, back to the dim-witted bad guys. Of course, he gets his little nephew. Oh, yeah, that's ironic. You get, um, of course, you got the nephews in the first movie doing the dirty work, and, but yet it gets ironically a, a repeat of um, the first movie. You got the nephew of um, Koga and his friends, Glams and Slam. Oh, no, no. Vinny and Slam. And they try to steal the dagger. Of course, um, and yet the three ninjas out and I'll thank them again and um, of course they didn't retrieve the dagger of course they do their little trick um, you have Rocky Rocky and Tum Tum oh yeah basically they do the same home alone tactic they s slip slip on like a wet floor and then uh, lastly they get dr and the um, glams get drags dragged all over the place and that was interesting. And of course, the whole adventure is this: um, Morris Shintado <coughs> was um, was <coughs> was set to go to Japan to uphold a tradition where he was going to present the, the dagger to the winner of a, a ninja tournament, in which, um, of course, he was going to invite the boys to actually. Get a lesson from the Grand Master of Ninjutsu. And of course, um, this trip went um, upside down. Because um, on this on the trip to Japan, which he went solo. Of course, the dim-witted, tree, the, the dim-witted um, bad guys followed him there. And um, of course, um, had a little fender bender. And uh, oh yeah, that's another thing. That's another kind of thing. The... 
them were the bad guys in the first movie had the fender bender with the police and then now and you got them the the three them were the, um bad guys in the second movie got a fender bender with the taxi which was grandpa and he had and a messing up his neck and he took his luggage which was the wrong one and tum tum got some the dagger so um, those guys got in Japan, and of course um, they found out from a phone call from Grandpa, and they decided to go to Japan to get the dagger. And of course that's where they go to a ninja tournament, and that's where um, they witness like a uh, ninja competition. And of course um, this is where they meet um, their um, female companion, me. Uh, as uh Mio of course uh she's um highly skilled ninja and a highly skilled ninja that wins the tournament after well after um Colt um uh, relieved um a ninja that was actually injured and actually kinda of came back and tried to win but um but uh, was unsuccessful. Uh, definitely that was a good match. Yeah, you got Mio definitely beating the horse crap out of um, Colt and winning the tournament. And then, of course, uh, they were set to um, get the um, the dagger to Mio, but uh, but things were put on hold because they wanted Mori Shintaro to be at the ceremony. And yet, uh, the, whole, the whole journey of this... Uh, Koga was still on a mission to get the dagger. And while that was happening, you have um Tum Tum and well the three brothers, Rocky, Colt and Tum Tum, kinda exchanging um well yeah, that's the thing about it. You know, you got one person that learns one thing, that knows one thing, and then you try it and then you got another person knows another thing. So in this case, um of course, um Mio was being taught baseball by the three brothers while she teaches them ninja of course yeah it's kind of like a exchange of favor you know you know they say say i gotta get better at ninja and um of course you see mio was um good at hitting the bat but was terrible at catching the ball but of course the brothers trained them trained her Basically, with the basics, you know, you train, you go to the basics before you go on to advanced stuff. You know, they were learning. And yeah, this this whole movie, uh, I guess is, you could say, um, it may surround Grandpa, but you got to say Colt is the hero. Because so, um, Colt was um, learning about um, the bull, the the bullseye. So in the beginning of the movie, his, his grandfather was... Um, Throwing a ninja star at the target, and he's telling them, "Watch the bullseye grow in front of your eyes." And when it gets in, as big as a melon, and you hit the bullseye. So in that case, um, you got um, that lesson, and of course, um, also learned about controlling your temper. And yet, and yet, in the beginning of the movie, they have a baseball game, in which was postponed because they got in a fight. Of course, Colt got really irritated with one of the ball players and I and um as ironically the the picture of the um, 
their opposing team was actually the bully from the first movie. And um, he makes a return. And of course, uh, you got um, that um, lesson he learned from his grandfather um, kind of helped them as um, they were um, in, a ca in a cave of gold after they got through all the bad guys. Um, Koga was, had a gun, was going to kill them all. And yet, you got Colt that has like a small marble. He looks at the the um the nose the nose of the gun or the nozzle of the gun, and he watches it, and he throws the actually the marble into into the gun, and the gun exploded, backfired on Koga, which caused an earthquake of the whole um. The whole um, cave of gold, and of course, um, in this case, um, it was like a life lesson for him. It's like, it's like you know, a true ninja doesn't worry about material things. You know, just worry about life. Right, so you know, fame and fortune can really, really destroy you. A true ninjas. Of course, uh, the movie ends uh, at um, Mio gets the dagger, which was presented to grandfather 50 years ago. And of course, it also ends with them going back to America to to, to compete in the competing in the um, championship baseball game, in which Mio makes another mysterious um, appearance. And of course, yeah, you'll see um, they'll say that. He's, um, she actually is a replacement of um, a team member that got hurt. And they said they, she isn't in the roster. Then all of a sudden, the, um, the opposing um, player was going to make a home run. But she hops the, but the player hops the fence and catches it. And it's Mio, which it was great that she learned how to catch a ball. And, of course, yeah. And then, of course, Colt again becomes a hero because he's the last the batter. Bat. Of course, he hits a somewhat home run, but it becomes a foul ball, and his bat cracked. And yet, Mio gave her, her gave him um, a, her special bat, and yet he's remembered a lesson. So, the thing he learned from Grandpa's lesson: um, keeping your eye on the bullseye, watch the bullseye grow in front of your eyes, and yet. The ball, and then the pitcher just throws the ball, and you see the ball gets bigger, ironically. And then Colt hits it and gets a home run. Yeah, um, gets the home run, and he makes it through, and he wins the game. And of course, um, in the end of the movie, you have, um, and of course, in the end of the movie, you have, um, them celebrating, of course, um, the ball, the opposing team is not happy, so the leader, the pitcher, decides to pick a fight with Mio because she missed his home run. But Tum Tum tried to talk him out of it, and he said, "I tried." Well, he breaks the fourth wall, says, "I tried," and then of course, Mio flips over him and knocks him senseless. All right, so of course, the life lesson in that is. Watch, them, like, really focus on your target. Really, when you're throwing a technique. 
I mean, you're going to hit that target every time if your eyes are really attached to that target. Hey, and then, of course, the next movie, you got Knuckle Up, in which it's um, surrounded by um, the story behind that. You have um, a Native American territory being um, run down by a, a waste company that is dumping waste illegally on their property. And yet they don't have proof of that. In this case, um, the three ninjas meet um, a young Native American girl named Joe, who was being hassled at a local pizza parlor, in which um, Colt and Tum Tum kind of got intervened while Rocky was unsuccessfully playing pole position. And yet um, he kind of intervenes and um, they draw their attention to themselves and yet the grandfather arrives and um he's not happy and the life lesson here is not be not being show showing off i mean you don't want to show off at the expense of everybody else that's why they were put on punishment um not to so not to do anything at people's expense so they end up cleaning the pizza parlor but yet they did it um to save um or just like um defend the um joe from the bad guys that were holding their father hostage and yet um of course the whole whole far of course the whole um concept is like the grandfather used he had the flower he had um teach say a flower can teach you the correct path of being a ninja usually ninjas are quiet all right so basically you can't hear what they're saying but of course that's the whole point of being a ninja you gotta be quiet you can't reveal yourself and of course um the movie kind of going forward into the movie you know they have their little battle with the bad guys and then all of a sudden that goes into like a court like it was going to the scene where it um the Indians were at the courthouse while their daughter was getting was getting hold hostage and and it says if they gave didn't give them the the wrong this they they would hurt Dom um, Joe. So definitely the three ninjas going into their little venture. They saved Joe. Hit her back in time for the trial. And then of course um of course, they won due to um, uh, due to the um, having the right information on the disc, and of course, um, the waste was shut down, and of course, not. And then the three ninjas understood that um, about what Grandpa was talking about the flowers, and um, that was interesting. Okay, uh, so. Lastly, so definitely life lessons will be here. It's not to be show off. I mean, kind of be quiet with it, with martial arts. You know, honestly, with me, you know, I don't like being a show off. But, um, you know, I just am highly dedicated with martial arts. And um, I just love doing it. And, you know, I just want to show the effects of what martial arts can do. I mean, other than doing kicks and punches, it's like you... 
accelerating other things like your job, working out, like helping people, like not just defending them, like fighting other people for them. Just um, you um have that um. You just have that um mentality to really help people in need without any physical harm. All right. So lastly, I the last movie. High Noon and Mega Mountain. And I gotta say, this is probably among the worst three ninja movies. But, I mean, you only watch it worse. Reason why it's the worst because Hulk Hogan is his movie, and the majority of the time he gets knocked out, which is silly. I mean, Hulk Hogan could be like beating everybody in that movie, but he gets knocked out mostly every time, which is terrible. So, that wasn't a good movie for Hulk Hogan. Alright, so, yeah, of course, you got three brothers doing their same summer training with their grandpa. And then, of course, they learn something new about using their senses. Of course, um, they go through an obstacle course um, successfully. And then, of course, grandpa turns the lights off. And yet, they're in the dark. So, they have to go through the... Um, yeah, go through the like the obstacle in the dark, which was unsuccessful, which was they could have get killed. So that really was meant useful for them in the end. And the whole story behind this song, High Noon and Make a Mountain, of course, you got Tum Tum's birthday, and he decided to have his birthday party at uh, a theme park or an amusement park called Make a Mountain, and yet um, you have Hulk Hogan. Doing his little, um, his little, um, ripoff of Power Rangers called Dave Dragon. And, um, of course he has his, like, final performance. And, um, you have, um, that one. And, of course, you got the bad guys, which uh, consists of... Lori Anderson and um, the late Jim Varney, Fer Jim Varney, very known by his um, other character, Ernest P. Worrell. And um, of course, they take over Mega Mountain, and yet, as um, they're taking over, um, the three ninjas kind of intervene and kind of slow things down with the bad guys, and yet, like, just like the other ones, just like the other three ninja movies, you enlist um, dim-witted bad guys. So, yeah. She has her nephews. Had to deal with the three ninjas and unsuccessful. And one of the dim-witted bad guys is um, a guy named... Uh, I recognize him from Salute Your Shorts. Um, Ugg. Yeah, that's one, that was one of the um, bad guys. Yeah, I love Salute Your Shorts. I wish they had like a like digital... Uh, I think they have it on um, iTunes or um, on Prime Prime Video that they have Solutions, but I want to at least have like the actual the actual um series, like the first and second that se season. Anyway, of course, um, the bad guys take over Mega Mountain just to get their the high demands of um of money. And yet, um, throughout their journey, um, they meet Amanda, 
who was having to be a computer tech. So she pretty much comes in handy when you got um you got um the, their computer tech competing with her. It's kind of reminds you of a episode of um Walker Texas Ranger where you had um Walker's um computer tech um competing with um the chairman's computer tech. And yeah, they played chess with um where um, Sydney and um, Gage were um, transporting a witness to um, different different area, and then um, they were playing chess game. And of course, Walker's um, computer was one. And of course, in this case, um, Amanda was trying to lock all the the, the, the rides until um, Medusa actually won and actually got control of one of the rides. Okay, so. Anyway, going into the end of this, um, so you got the last scene where they're beating the bad guys down, and yet they go to the scene where um, the lights get turned off, and um, of course they're going back to that little scene where uh, they can't see anything, but yes, the grandpa was talking to use their senses, so yet they have a stopwatch. Yeah, they close their eyes, and um, they hear everything around them. In this case, they succeed against the bad guys, and um, we took them down. And of course, the life, and then of course the movie ends up. Um, Medusa was, or yeah, that's her name, was sending a bomb on Mega Mountain, and they're trying to get rid of it, and yet they hook um the bomb to like um to like gas tanks which they couldn't even get down and Hulk Hogan all of a sudden appears out of nowhere and breaks the 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 uh the gas um cans or gas um contain the can gas canisters and the and the they they jet out of the um main way and into the like and crashed into the boat that Medusa was on. They jumped out and then they scattered. And of course, Medusa was caught on shore by the police. And yet, the movie ends with um, them being heroes. And of course, Tum Tum ends by celebrating his birthday. Okay, so of course, with this one, the uh, life lesson is use your senses. In martial arts, um, you got your eyes, ears. And your sense of and your sense of touch for as the user senses um, yeah usually if you're if you can't see then you gotta use your eye you gotta use your ears as well as your your feet your sense of hearing like if the sound gets louder that means it's close the louder sound the closer you are so that's what's really great all right so that was um my my discussion with the, the three ninja movie series I and mean, then the first two three ninja movies the first three ninja movie and the kickback were my personal favorite but you know i mean not to take anything away from the last two i mean the last two wasn't theatrical they were put on like dvd or putting them out in video 
and you know that's that's the way that's the way it works all right that's it for my um session for the kickpod dojo all right tune in for another episode of the kickpod next week and um make sure you tune in my previous episode on bicbpradio.com apple Podcasts, and spotify this is your sensei tj williams buying you out and i'll see you next time from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on bsa